Hi everybody and welcome to the fifth episode of Cat Pajamas Conversations, our podcast series and this time we're in conversation with Lorna Reeves. Um, we're going to talk about all things pivoting. Um, I've had to have a bit of an update on what pivoting means so I know Lorna's going to tell us more um, but I, before we do that I'd just like to introduce Lorna. Um, I met Lorna through an amazing Women Leaders Network and I have to say she's an absolute inspiration and complete power house. I've learned so much about business from Lorna, um, who is the founder and director of two businesses, My Oh My Weddings and My Oh My Events, um, as she's award-winning, super talented. So without further ado, um, welcome Lorna and tell us a bit about you. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> absolute honour to be here um, speaking to you. Um, what can I tell you about me? Um, my life started in the public sector and I worked for the Met Police for 15 years in forensics. So I worked my way from scenes of crime at burglaries right the way up to murders and everything in between. I moved into specialising in firearms um, and then actually finished my career running the Met's forensic lab. So oodles of staff, 160 odd staff and um, budgets and contracts and procurement and then just decided that I'd had enough and that I fancied striking out alone. So that was uh, just over two years ago that I made that decision and started my first business, which is uh, my my wedding. So um, that grew quite slowly at first, but, but is making great strides now. Um, and specifically that this business focuses on um, serving the LGBT community for their wedding needs and really about making a wedding unique to each couple and not making them cookie cutter. Um, so that was a, is a really lovely shift in focus for me and completely different to dealing with death and dead bodies. I was going to say completely the opposite of what you just described in the early part of your career. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but a shift in skill sets as well. So it's still a lot about organisation and contracts and budgets and managing people but it tends to be more emotional rather than um, rather than business focused um, and that's it kind of led me organically to the second business which is my my events um, and that really was born out of a few mentors um, that I picked up along the way of my business journey who said well you kind of organize stuff for people can you help us organize our um, business events so, yep, sure, I've got some space in the diary, let's have a look at that. And then Maya My Events was born, and it's very much a company that concentrates on helping business owners and entrepreneurs um, deliver things like workshops, uh, 12-month programmes, conferences, it's all business events, um, and really make them immersive and inspirational and aspirational. I really really strongly disagree with plain boring white corporate walls I really want them to be um, 4D events that really stick with you and I think if you really engage in the learning experience that then makes the learning more embedded and more ingrained and um, so that's yeah where my second business was born 
for me. In a nutshell. Yeah, thank you so much, Lorna. You can see now why I called you an inspiration in a total powerhouse. <laughs> um, so I guess the current climate with the dreaded C word that is coronavirus, and um, particularly for somebody in the events business, um, has probably uh, caused you quite a lot of turmoil in terms of how you run your business. And so what sort of impact has that had on you and your business? And is that where pivoting comes in? Yes, in short, it's been um, fairly devastating and happened really quickly. Um, and I think looking back, that shocked me quite incredibly. Um, end of February, I was planning six months forward. I had um, loads and loads of events uh, lined up. I had taken on two new um, associates to help me deliver those events. The diary was getting so full. Um, and we were really looking forward to um, having um, a six-figure year. That was what we were on course for. And then almost overnight, I went skiing for, our, for one of our first holidays in years while I've been building this business. Went skiing the first week of March with there is this virus knocking about and it's not great, to within seven days, France had locked down, all the ski resorts had been shut and it looked like the UK were gonna do the same thing. So almost overnight, the, the bottom fell out of my business, essentially. Um, no weddings, no events, no face-to-face -face events. What the heck am I going to do? And whilst a lot of my clients were amazing and said, you know, keep the deposit, keep the contracts live, we will work with you. It just won't happen now. That doesn't really keep the walls from the door when you've got bills to pay in the short term. And I could go into the lack of help for business um, business owners particularly if you're a director of a limited company that's i think a whole different podcast <laughs> that's, yeah that's a whole other podcast <laughs> to happen. we'll book that one in <laughs> um, so it was really me thinking in the last couple of days of the skiing holiday what the heck can i do now even if it's just to keep the business ticking over how am i going to make this work is there anything i can do or am i just going to have to write this out and it kind of came to me that there'd be no reason why most of my clients wouldn't be able to take their businesses or their, their events online. Lots of my clients um, have workshops as a sort of first stage offering before offering people a further package or um, further development or uh, you know upselling effectively. Um, and some of them are established courses, so they might be delivering one or two sessions online until all this passes and we go back to doing face-to-face -face again, excuse me. <clears throat> so I really had a chat with a few different people and said, is, is this going to work with for you? I've used Zoom before, it looks like a really good platform. Let me have a couple of days to have a look at it and see if we can find a way of making an immersive interactive event online so how can we do this exactly the same content to the same standard just in a different way and that's pretty much where the pivot happened and took flight all in about the space of four days blimey that's amazing so um in terms of your business model i guess that's kind of worked quite well because you've been able to translate what you offer to an online offering although I'm sure that came with a number of um, challenges in terms of how you would do that so what would your kind of um, advice or tips be for other small businesses who are thinking what can I do to keep my business running right now because we can't operate how we would normally operate 
so thinking about pivoting and what that means um, I think it falls into three categories you're either going to pivot and shift to serve a different client base mm-hmm. or you're going to pivot and supply a different product or you're going to shift and just change the way you do delivery I don't think if you change more than one of those it's not a pivot it becomes a different business offering entirely so it's really just about a tweak how do I change what I'm doing right now to do something a little bit differently Um, and it doesn't have to be a huge overhaul it and it doesn't have to be forever it could be a strain that your business then takes on moving forward or it just might be for just this moment to keep keep things ticking over in the meantime Um, and I think it's really important and having a chat with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners at the moment it really working through there's this huge rush to get online but what the heck are you going to do when you get and how what what are you going online for in the first place are you looking to continue serving your existing clients are you just looking to provide some value to potential clients in the meantime um, or are you just doing something to um, to nurture potential clients until you can get back face to face so why are you getting online what is it that you're looking to do and really go back to basics and look at who you're trying to serve so that your messaging is right so many people have gotten online in the past three weeks every second person seems to be doing a webinar a workshop um, a five-week program and it's really about making sure that your clients want what you're trying to offer them Um, and I guess the best way I've found of doing that is just asking them reaching out to your existing client base or the potential client base you're looking at meeting and just saying look I'm looking at doing this what do you think is that is there anything I can do to help right now I'm looking at doing this what are your thoughts on it if I was to do this what would you like to see and really get some connection from them before you spend weeks and weeks mapping out different webinars different courses different online offerings really get a sense of what people want and what will help your client base and I think if you come at moving online from a place place of serving rather than selling you'll definitely get a lot more buy-in and you will maintain your brand integrity um, throughout this piece however long this particular era lasts um, and then look to build on that for the future when we go back to normal in inverted commas (laughs) yeah whatever normal might be i like the point you made about the serving not selling because i think that's often a um a bit of a debacle and you know kind of thing that you wrangle with as a small business owner where obviously you want to try and keep your business running um, and keep your business afloat so that you are still here whenever we get to what the new normal is but it also feels like a very awkward time to be trying to do a hard sell on anybody so that idea of actually how can you serve your client base or potential client base rather than sell to them is probably maybe you know it's it's maybe just a slight mind shift but an important one nonetheless for people to be thinking about yeah absolutely and and it does take energy and it does take a lot of upfront work and and i'm just using my own experience i 
said to four existing clients, right, let's move your business online. Let's do some work around what that looks like. I learn how to use Zoom to kind of expert status, how to troubleshoot, how to do everything remotely. I think I did about 40 hours worth of learning in three days. Oh I literally God. sat, learned, read, just so I could give something to somebody else. Yeah. And then I looked at producing a couple, I think I did three or four Zoom tutorials right off the bat of each back of each other and just said look here's loads of information there is loads of info about zoom out there but this is what i found this is how i put it into practice if it's useful to anybody share it far and wide i don't want paying for it i don't want you to you know sing my praises if it's useful go for it and off the back of that a couple of people said this is really useful you obviously know what you're doing i have no idea about getting online i just know i need to i've still got corporate clients who want me to deliver how do i go about doing that will you help me and it's kind of been a natural process to sell what i'm doing now in business i haven't had to promote and advertise i've just said here's some information you might find it useful if there's anything else i can give and please let me know and it's, it's kind of happened naturally I'd say it's structured natural but it feels <laughs> it feels comfortable which then says to me in my gut it must be right yeah and I think your point about integrity is really important isn't it to maintain your integrity and not be one of those businesses that sees this as a massive opportunity to go all guns blazing doing the PR and kind of maximizing on that if that's not what your business is about so to keep your business integrity it a really challenging time hard to do but very important yeah absolutely and it might might not be that your particular business is aligned to doing an online class or an online workshop because you physically can't yeah and i've been approached by a couple of um, people that have a chain of restaurants and just said we found your stuff really useful we don't know how we can pivot and move online at the moment and and i sat with them and said that i really don't think that you can and make money but what you can do is offer value to your clients keep showing up keep being there to them for them yeah or you look at this whole period as a way of creating content and nurturing so increasing your um, face time with people becoming that person that they know like and trust so when they can come back and spend with you you're already in their mind so that might be i don't know doing online cooking classes like cook-along sessions nobody pays it's just a facebook live that you run and people join or don't join and it's and it's there or it's dropping recipes in from what you've got left in your cupboard when you're not quite ready to go on your weekly covid shop what can you make with you what you've got left um, and that might be your online offering so it doesn't have to be a series of workshops that people pay for doesn't have to be shifting your entire business online it can just be a nurturing or content building exercise for now and keeping those relationships alive like you say so when we come out the other side of this you've still got your loyal customer base who are going to want to come back and, and spend with you when they're able to I think that's a really good tip yeah. I think people do panic and go oh my goodness what can I what can I do online how do I do it online you know I've had the conversation in my own head about doing webinars and I just think I would just be doing them for the sake of doing webinars so actually what what's the purpose of me doing that and if there isn't one I probably shouldn't spend my time thinking about that so that idea of having that time to really 
breathe, get some feedback and think before you make the pivot, I think seems to be really top advice from you, Lorna. Good. And, and it could be that you put out into your community that this is what I'm thinking of doing and you just get tumbleweed. And, and that's okay as well. Even if you really want to do workshops and webinars, if your clients aren't ready to receive that message, that's also really good feedback. So that says, okay, I won't spend the time doing that. How can I reach them? How can I serve them? And how can I give them value in a different way? Yeah. And so you've touched on it a bit already, but explaining some of your own um, experience. So what do you think are the kind of biggest challenges around pivoting? Um, particularly now when it, it almost feels like and it's a bit of a crisis situation rather than something you've had the time to to plan and think about so yeah what what, what are the big challenges that you that you see I think one of the big challenges is time um, if you are going to pivot for this particular time period you need to do it and do it quickly um, we are only going to be in this crisis period for maybe the next six weeks potentially 12 weeks so if you're going to do it just pull the pin and get on with it start some feedback process and get in front of people's eyes if you procrastinate too long you are going to miss the curve and you might as well not bother you might as well spend that time doing something else so i found time has been a real pressure and yes that's meant some very long days and some negotiated and renegotiated dinner times with my uh, with my beloved but <laughs> but it's been worth it it's definitely been a payoff um, and, and I think the next one would probably be um, learning new skills and I've had to reach out to mentors and people in my networks and say I'm looking at doing this it seems to have got legs but I don't know how to do x can somebody please help me so where you might spend a couple of days researching it you really don't have that time and you do have to rely on other people and I found it quite difficult to, to kind of step back and say mm, I'm not sure that I do know the best way of doing this there might be other people that know a better way of doing it um, but top advice <laughs> um, and in terms of benefits again I think you touched on this a bit earlier um, particularly around you know like opportunities to nurture or opportunities to do that kind of supportive service type offer um, but you know I'm sure you've had a very few brief fleeting moments to think about what the longer term benefits at least for you and your business might be so um, can you touch on the benefits of um, pivoting? So I think for me this is going to be an aspect of business that I take forward that is going to become part of my and my events. We will be multi-stranded when we come out the other side of this and um, what percentage of the business it makes up I have no idea at the moment and um, it's a wait and see but it's definitely something that we will continue forward because people need it and I don't think that the world is going to go back to the way it was I still think people have seen the benefit now of working remotely I've seen the benefit of for, for suppliers especially not traveling into London for a one-hour training session to deliver it and then travel back out to wherever they were to do be able to do it online is going to be um, a, is going to be the way forward it's more cost-effective for everybody involved um, and I think it's really taught me about discipline um, if you can get something like this off the ground in a matter of weeks you know that you can adjust to anything be that a potential recession 
be that, I don't know, a shift in legislation in your industry, which means you have to change. You know you can do it because you've done it already. You've, you've seen what's in front of you. You've chosen to change your reaction to the situation and therefore you've changed the outcome. And you don't, well, I certainly don't feel like a victim in this. I could have easily sat and cried and let my business crumble for the next six months, but I really taken the ball by the horns and said okay what can I do about this and I've shown myself that I can learn quickly I can implement I can do it on very little sleep and I can come out the other side okay (laughs) and I think that's a really important point isn't it like you can control the things you can control but you can't control the others but actually if there is something that you can take an active decision to do differently or take some action on that's probably much better and as you say, sitting at home and sobbing into a glass of gin, wondering what might happen in a few months' time. So um, definitely advice for people to take action. Um, and that- I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with taking at least a day to cry into a glass of gin. <laughs> I think you have to All go good. through that before you can come out. <laughs> I feel better now. Thanks for that, Lorna. <laughs> um, so I think it's been a really interesting and very quick insight into pivoting is is there anything in terms of kind of last thoughts or burning issues that spring to mind that you'd like to share with people i think if you're thinking about what you should do definitely reach out um either to me or to the cat's pajamas community or somebody that can help somebody that can be a sounding board and just give you some initial feedback um you're not in it alone everybody is isolating but not isolated I think I've had some of the best conversations with people in the last three weeks because you just have to and you don't take that time for granted Um, so yeah speak to people find out what you can be doing and really take back a bit of control nobody is helpless and some people are seeing their lives fall down around their ears I completely understand that but there's always something that you can do and even if that's taking the conscious choice to actually I'm going to step back from my business I'm going to furlough myself for the next 12 weeks that's a conscious choice as well and you'll come back stronger for it in the future I think it's it's really important you make a decision regardless of what it is you just choose to do something and you take control of that situation that's really sound advice thank you Lorna and so if people do want to get in touch with you and find out more about what you're up to what's the best way for them to do that uh, I am on all the socials um, at my my events um, Instagram Facebook and LinkedIn is where I mostly hang out I'm more than happy for people to get in touch with me on LinkedIn drop me messages or you can get in touch with me at Lorna at myomyevents.com or there's the website myomyevents.com Brilliant, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today Lorna, I'm sure we'll get feedback from people and we may well be uh, I may well be dropping you an email to say can you come back on and talk more about something else so um, do really appreciate you taking the time, I hope everyone has enjoyed uh, listening and uh, look forward to hopefully welcoming you as a guest again um, sometime soon Lorna, thank you so much You're very welcome, speak to you soon Thank you.